Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello all. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The program is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode 52 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me for the potentially conclusion, but probably not of this adventure. <laughs> Sasha Rackett. Wait, no, we can't. <laughs> in the adventure, is that. But I'm myself. I'm not in an adventure. I'm sitting in a room. Sasha, it's an adventure of the mind. mind. Yeah. Mind adventure. Lydia. Lydia Nicholas. That's who I am. I know that <laughs> yeah. now. I'm pretty 90% sure I'm Ben Meredith. Uh, James Ross. The increasingly aged Bryn Munro. <laughs> <laughs> and for, yeah, for anyone listening, he's just had his birthday, isn't just suddenly realising... And it was wonderful. Towards it, was it was amazing. It was great. Great. Time. And great. who are you playing? Samid. Samid? No. <laughs> Hamid. <laughs> Bertie. <laughs> Z. Sasha. Least inspiring <laughs> intro if, if you don't know who we are by now, yeah. then... Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Five out of ten would not recommend for podcasting. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> was that was that our review or was that just your review of Bryn? <laughs> so, as it stands, everyone's unconscious Yay. and will behave themselves lest they never wake up. But again, brief recaps: ordinators, yep. mind controlling, yes, pushing buttons, yay, yeah, turned it off, finding elementals, yep. Four of them. Pushing more buttons. What the, it just seemed like the thing to do. Hammered naked and on fire. Yeah. Classic Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone it reminds me of Ragweed. Everything reminds me of Ragweed. I think that's the most succinct I could possibly get. Back. Yeah, that's pretty Yeah, good. we're now unconscious attempting to escape from a place that is full of elementals that are fighting underground. Indeed. Now, all of you, roll me d20s. Okay. It's just to see what level we are when we wake up. Yeah. <laughs> you wish. What do I add to it? Nothing. 19. Okay. 4. 8. 1. And you have an aneurysm and die. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> what 
he did look very well, what with the turning brass, mm. so we should have suspected well, he's been, something was up. He's been knocked unconscious Such twice in the last, like, ten minutes. That's not good for you. Yeah. That's really not good. good. I feel like Giles. Yeah, in fairness, Archer would have something to say about that. In fairness, I would point out, unlike most, I don't knock characters out for 20 minutes and have them come to without any kind of anesthesia or something mm. similar. Amnesia. You said anesthesia. That yeah. was the word. Anesthesia is actually it's the seventh undiscovered continent. <laughs> For the world that you live in, in which there are six preceding undiscovered continents. Yeah. <laughs> it's the seventh comma undiscovered continent. No, 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 no. We're going to stretch these out. There are one per season. We'll find yeah. a new right, undiscovered continent. Right. Yeah. Ghost so. Asia is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Sasha. Mum's basement. <laughs> you wake up. Rather than being in Ghost Asia, oh. you wake up exactly where you fell down. Oh, nice. Everyone oh. else? Oh, my God. Alex didn't do something horrible to us and we're happy about it. That's what we're assuming. Yeah. Everyone else... Simulations all the way down. Everyone else, is, everyone else is unconscious. As you come to, you begin to realise something. What? You have some fresh memories. Ooh. In fact, you remember meeting Francois Henri. Oh. But properly meeting him. Oh dear. You remember a conversation. Yep. You remember trying to have a conversation, very quickly realising that something was wrong with him. Yeah. And then you remember one of those corpse things coming in the room. Mm. And then basically being led out. And then you remember... And then telling everyone... Having a completely a different set of memories. Yeah. yeah. You basically can remember, and it's not a pleasant experience, the exact moment where your actual memories were sort of overlaid. It's not a pleasant feeling. Oh, oh no. Guys, guys, wake up. There's going to be a lot of problems in Paris. Guys, guys, she shakes Hamid. Hamid, Hamid, everyone is going to, everyone's going to remember. Everyone's going to remember what's gone wrong. I remember all the things that the thing was trying to hide from me, right? Right? Everyone that was up there in the building is going to remember what's been going on for months and months and months. Um, that's probably, means we won't have to explain quite as much at least. Years (laughs) even. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. Just go up, everyone's like, yes, we are all aware of the situation. (laughs) Brock, di- di- Brock disappeared years ago, and he was put in this thing. So this thing has been distorting the entire world for, for a while, for a long while. Yeah. Oh dear. Solve, solve. Bertie. Bertie. How's this Bertie? Oh, oh, are we out? Are we? Oh my. Oh, what's what's going on? Brutal. Brutal. What? Wait. What? What's? what's wait. Happening? Doesn't Brutal remember? Brutal wakes up. He starts <laughs> shaking. <laughs> Give me a reflex save, Bertie. Um, thirteen. Brutal flips out completely. You've never seen this side of Brutal. It's the guard dog that whoever bred Brutor wished he was and he never was. He is snarling. He is scraping at you. The only reason he hasn't gone for your throat is because of the armour and he's in a papoose and he can't actually get the angles. He is flipping out, yelling, barking, growling. He is angry. What's wrong with the dog? What's wrong with the dog? (laughs) Sort of changes memories to remember that I didn't throw him off a building. What? Whoa! Well, you don't expect a great deal of theory of mind and self-consciousness from a dog, let's be honest. I don't expect much from you! The dog is flipping out on his chest. Oh, it's literally like, as you're talking quite metaphorically over Brutor's head, he is trying to go for your throat. Okay, Uh, what about these chests? He attempts to soothe Brutor using his incredibly impressive handle and muscle. Roll me a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) 
21. He bites your gauntlet as you attempt to soothe him. But he continues to try and soothe him. It's uh, not working. Let's. I cast sleep. What's the DC? 16. He fails. Brutor goes to sleep against his will. Right, this is a this is a conversation for later. Let's get out of here first. Yeah. Oh, you messed with a dog. Ooh, boo, hiss. When was the last time right, you lie under this? Lie under this. Let's get out of here now. Oh, all right. Fine. Everything upstairs is going to be... Yes, let's be up there to see it instead of dying to elementals. Let's go. Um, are there any environmental effects? Are there any obvious... Because we all fell unconscious just outside. No. Uh, there are no flames. There is yeah, no damage. Perception. Can Give I perception to see if there's a fight going on down there? Oh, that's a good point. I should probably. Yeah, it's passive. So. Twelve. In Sixteen. Um, not a lot. All is calm and quiet, and there appears to be no damage anywhere that you are. Right, I'm able to see. I think the fight might have ended. Oh, right. I'm going to check downstairs. I wonder how long we were out. You go check. We'll stay here just in case. Right. right let's just. All right, <laughs> mum. Yeah. <laughs> So you're heading back down yeah, the staircase. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna peek down the staircase first. Uh, it's dark down there. Oh yeah, of course I can't see. <laughs> Bertie, can I borrow your helmet? Nope. Okay. I'm coming with you though. <laughs> like that. That's that. Oh, the eagle has la- falcon has landed. <laughs> Peers down, and the the, the red from the falcon bolting goes. The floor down. of the area that you sort of the foyer, let's call it, into mm. the main chamber is awash with water, mud, and scorch marks and stuff but it is still it's not like there may be a slight ripple but and it's only about ankle deep killed four elementals wonder how much uh xp we get from that well i think technically they killed each other oh the flame ones leveled up like six times yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, good he was my favorite (laughs) right so they've done each other then uh, looks like. Seems, seems likely. Uh, seems it was a good job of mine thinking uh, that the water might be super effective against the fire one. Oh, yeah, no, that. Good, yeah, good thinking. I think you probably stopped us all burning alive, so thank you. It's alright. <laughs> good job it was earth, wind, fire, and water, and not the four humours. I wouldn't fancy wading through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the piles and the blood, no. And the phlegm. Oh, oh, oh I might actually be sick. <laughs> Uh, well, we're continuing uh, down the staircase. Okay. I'm going to wait at the top with Zolf. I'm going to wait at the top, yeah. yeah sure. I look pretty badly burned. Uh, I was about to get onto that. Uh, I just lean out on pop on his shoulder and just... I back off. I don't let you... What? You look pretty badly burned. Yeah, no, I, I am. I've got potions, so it'll be fine. Right. The bits of the skin that are nearest to the burns are still extremely coppery. The burnt ones don't appear to be burnt skin. They appear to be more like burnt scales. The bits of skin that are furthest from the burns are still human skin, so there's sort of a gradient. Yeah. Been bitten by a radioactive tuber. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny honk. <laughs> Wasn't one of our iTunes reviewers from someone called Tuber Man? Oh, oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Good yeah. I, well, I went back and listened to all the episodes quite recently. Uh, we're in Paris, it should be a French horn. Oh, oh. it's gone. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a trombone, isn't it? Yeah. It's not been in London, it could be a core anglais. Come on. Entering <laughs> into the large chamber, the vault door appears slightly off its hinge, but right. still wide open. Yeah, I think we should I think we should bolt that door shut. Uh, no desire to have a peek around it first, perhaps? For like stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I guess <laughs> I don't know what that crystal's worth. It'd be hard to shift. 
<laughs> Strong back. There's, there's no need to necessarily take Mr. Smith with us. Wait, are you advocating leaving him here or just not taking him to a black market deal? Because the second one, I'll think about. That, that is entirely what I was advocating. I wasn't floating any other ideas at all whatsoever. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, so heading into the main room, give well, me I a... make sure that Bertie goes in first sure, because sure. I don't want him slamming the door behind me. Both of you, give me perception checks. Bertie's drawn his sword before going to the door. Ooh, critical fail! Nine <laughs> minus one is eight. So <laughs> have the uh, the eyes and ears of the operation. I suppose you've got the light. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, it's a lot of dark. <laughs> probably shift this pretty easily. Uh, there's a lot of dark markets around. So, entering the room, you see that anything apart from the actual room itself mm-hmm. has been trashed, totaled and reduced to scrap. The rails have been torn up from the floor. Mm. However, clearly whoever made this was quite aware that a bunch of huge elementals can probably do a lot of damage. Mm. So the walls, whilst have many fist-shaped Thumps in them mm. appear mostly intact. The rails have been torn up, and the central console is a piece of history. However, on the very far end of it, Bertie, you notice there appears to be a section of wall has been punched in in some way. It looks like there was a door there. You are aware that it is when you did your first circuit, it is where you walked past with your natural one. Yeah. <laughs> going tap, tap, no doors. <laughs> oh, that's very door handly looking. <laughs> Funny that. Probably just a natural rock formation. <laughs> <laughs> More sickening thing, no one will know because you just failed your critical perception roll, so you can get away with no one knowing how badly you fail to notice a door. There we are. It's an unobtrusive one and potentially may have been actually actively hidden, but nonetheless it couldn't withstand that kind of punishment. It was the yeah. weak point it gave. Uh, Bertie peers through the hole. Okay, crossing into the room, looking mm-hmm. in. Does you my s- natural one extend to not noticing that he does that? It'd take more than a natural one to be unaware of Bertie at any point. <laughs> <laughs> Looking down, you see there is a steel staircase. It's a bit mangled, but still traversable, leading downwards at a a natural gradient. So it's not super steep, or it's clearly intended for a person. Mm. It is not lit. It's dark. Wonder how far this rabbit hole goes. Mm. You see it levels out in barely 15 feet. I think about barely 15 feet. (laughs) (laughs) However, who knows how far beyond that it goes in first. Shall we? He first. Very well. So, heading down the stairs, you make it to the part where it levels off. There's a door immediately. Turns out the rabbit hole was quite quite literally just those sort of 15 feet or so. Oh, congratulations, Miss Beckett. You're quite correct. Right. There is a human-sized metal door which appears intact. Seems they didn't make it this far. Unless the air one did. I don't know how much damage. I mean, like... No, the air one could still be here. Yeah. But he draws his sword and starts hacking at the air. All of this could be the earth elemental as well, like, of the tunnel. I don't really know what... metal bits. I don't know what an elemental can do, really. Can it disguise itself as, like, a pond? (laughs) (laughs) That was dastardly of tactics. Entering the main room, you see a pond. <laughs> it's really tasteful, and you don't know how it got there. Uh, would you mind uh, perhaps examining this for traps? Hmm? All right, that sounds fair. I do so. Go for it. That's not a dice. That's a hammered. It's one there. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! It's a really good roll, and I'm really sorry to say there's no traps. <laughs> like, there's I was definitely tem- no traps. I was tempted to introduce one just to validate it. So but there is no the traps. locks 
Is it locked? Uh, there's not even a lock. So you just sort of spend ages looking at it, pouring over it, <laughs> just perfectly attuned, and then sort of stands up and turns the handle. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed them. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Fine. Very good at that. Very good at locks. Shall we? Uh, does that proceed through the door? Entering in, you see what looks to be a modest workshop. On the right-hand side, far right-hand side, is a desk. It's fairly large. It has some interesting-looking devices on it, some crystals, things like that, sheaves of notes. It's a mess in here. I appraise everything. You see on the exact opposite far wall a huge... I'm going to call it a conspiracy board. I don't know how else to put it. It's a big board with lots of sheaves of papers and designs upon it and lots of things and threads connecting it, etc. I'll take a photo using my phone <laughs> and WhatsApp it to use off. When you say conspiracy board, are we talking By like which I mean Unabomber lot... conspiracy board or are we trying to solve a murder conspiracy board? It's all devices. I merely right. meant it's a large, complex board covered in lots of papers that are... But it's the kind of lines thing that and... a PI would brood over. Oh, definitely. But it's got a Gantt chart as well. So. <laughs> and on the far left-hand side is what looks to be an alchemy set. A pretty, you know, top-of-the-line one, actually. And there are papers on the floor. It doesn't look like it's been ransacked so much as inhabited exclusively by a messy person for an extended period of time. Mm. Give me a perception check. Nine. Twenty-two. Bertie, you get the lay of the line as I described yeah, yeah. it. Sasha... You notice there's a definite air of absence here in the sense of there's a lot of dust. It has a certain, like, unrefreshed air quality to it. It's clear that whosoever room this is, take two guesses, hasn't been in here in a while. I think this was where Francois designed the thing. Ah. Uh, perhaps we should gather up the notes as well as some of this fantastically expensive-looking gadgetry. Hmm? Yeah, right. Uh, put the alchemy kit in my bag. There are still liquids in them and things. It, it's not Valuable on the liquids. burn or anything. <laughs> Give me an appraise value for the chemistry side yeah. and an appraise check for the desk, which has like a, a kind of workbench okay. side. So Praising. for the chemistry first. Oh, I only managed a four, but that's plus eight, so 12. Yeah, glass is always expensive. The weirder shape, the better. Yep. And for the other one, a 20. A 20? Going over to the workbench, mm -hmm. you see like a half-constructed thing here, half-constructed thing there, kind of dribs and drabs. And then you see what looks to be a mostly complete sphere. You remember the sphere that showed you around that initially brought you to the brain yes. chamber? The thing that was like a very tiny version of the thing in the prison. You see effectively one of them up close now that you can sort of examine it properly. Slide hand fit in my tangle foot bag. Don't want Bertie to see that I got it. Not your tangle foot it's bag. Not your... Your... That's right, I don't want to put it in the tangle foot bag. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Sounds sticky! So, <laughs> give me a sleight of hand yet to palm it and Bertie might never know. 10 plus 10, 20. I'll need an opposed perception check from you. He's got minus one. He's seven. Yeah. Shocker. You successfully palm it. It is roughly the size of a human head. So, it's impressive that you managed to sleight of hand it. But, nonetheless, it's Bertie. Right. He's still going, yeah. yeah, this was where a person was. And just like, oh, fine, put that in the bag. Sasha begins to feel proud of herself, realises the context, and then <laughs> doesn't. Just doesn't. I like the idea that you're being really careful to misdirect and stuff, holding something football he side. Does not See, his back's it. to you, and you're just like, oh, well, all right. 
right? Just <laughs> ramming stuff in. Wasting my skills. The usual glow, the high even, of managing to get away with stuff begins to blossom God. and then just flattens. What's wrong with you, Bertie? So Bertrand poisons the well of achievement. <laughs> <laughs> the sweat, the well of resentment that yeah. Sasha holds against Bertie gets that little bit deeper. If you weren't there, it would be the well of loneliness. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So, 
You successfully take all of the alchemy equipment. Oh. You also successfully take a bunch of knickknacks and whatever he was working on and using those bits, which is that sphere. And then uh, carefully take the notes. Going through the desk, mm -hmm. drawers are full of papers, journals. The board has a whole load of designs on it and stuff. There is a lot of paperwork to the point where it's going to require one of you to carry a big old box unless it all goes in the... Bertie, right. take this box. What? It's valuable. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah. Pretty much. It might be some of the most valuable stuff in the world, aside from, like, the plans to the simulacrum. Mm, very well. <laughs> <laughs> well argued. Herbert picks up the big box of paper. What I was saying is, if you take the time to take it off the walls and oh, right. to put it in a box, there is one there you could do so and have, basically, the exposition box. Ah, my favourite box. <laughs> this is... Yeah, carrying round like loads of. This is basically filing. This is dangerously close to being my day job now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do it though. You're looking around for clues. I say, Bertie, look for some clues. Don't touch anything though, because that might disturb the clues. And then. <laughs> yeah. And then she. A wild clue appears. Yeah. <laughs> They're flighty, don't scare it. <laughs> And she files, she puts the stuff. It's already messy, so it doesn't it's, really It's just putting just stuff in a box. Just a pile of stuff. What looks important, which might not necessarily be necessarily Honestly, what is important. Kind of all of it. Like, yeah. there's there's no rhyme or reason to this system. So just what's on top. Yeah. Bertie, you have a big old box. And Bertie straps the boxes back with the rope from his adventuring kit. Brutal wakes up and begins snarling and growling and trying to gouge your face. Bertie attempts to soothe Brutal again using his one. You will not get another roll. It proceeds to try and bite you again. Cut to Hammond and Zolf. They've been an awful long time. I mean, but we would have heard something. Like, yeah, if if something bad had happened, maybe. Well, they're just being thorough. That's fine. Give me perception rolls, both of you. Ooh, 22. 26. You both hear the distinct sounds of an angry dog approaching, and Bertie and Sasha appear. Bertie carrying on his back a big old box of stuff. What is that? All right, lads. Uh, so we found uh, the place that... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. I can't quite hear you over the, the bar. Sound. Sound. Um, <laughs> Hamids, or <laughs> should we just let Brutal go or knock him out? Um, I, I can... I'll, yeah, try again, I guess. I cast sleep. Go for it. So the DC to beat is... 16. He fails. He falls back asleep for a few more minutes. Right. We should really come up with a better solution. Get um, him out of the papoose and let him do what he wants. Supposed to try and control his will because you... Leave him down here. Apparently have a lack of human connection. So have we to will dog. take him up to the surface and let him go there. Right, yeah, these are the... We found the room where maybe Francois Henry... Oh, uh, really? Design it all. So there these... was stuff like plugged all over the walls. So these papers are systems there. I was thinking, like, when we find but... somewhere safe to go, we can well, go, no, through no, no, go through them and check that it's all turned properly off. No, just. Uh, yeah, maybe, but I would be tempted to just bury it now. We should read it first. There might be clues to the simulacrum in there as then, well. Then we read it here. We don't take it up there. We don't let anyone know about this. We burn it. Everyone already knows about it. Yeah, they know about it. They don't know how to build, build another it. one. I agree we shouldn't let anyone else see it. I don't care who gets hold of this. I don't care if there's meritocracy or anyone. No one gets this. I mean, it's going to take me a while to read through it all, and I'd like to be somewhere safe, and I don't think it is I, safe down here yet. Actually, I think we're, we're probably about as safe. Well, people might come... And people, then they'll blame people us. People will know about it yeah, now. That's fine, but people will, be, people will be up there if we go up there, and they'll know about it. They won't know about this box specifically yes. and what's so, in it. Then if we get stopped by people and you haven't found anything, we'll burn it. Okay. I get to take it off first, right? That's a... <laughs> Yes. That's, that seems fair. Let's put it, put it down. Let's start sorting through. There's not enough light. Right, that's a good point. Um, 
I, right, I, you guys stay down here and read. Uh, I've got some magical limbs to grab. Oh, yes, say, well, you two can stay here and do uh, homework, and we'll potter off and go and find some fantastical magical legs. Right, okay, in which case, I will start reading through, and I will talk to you about it. Okay. These guys need the light to see by. Yeah. Um, right, would you mind putting the crate down? Uh, Bertie takes the crate off, and Bertie also uh, removes Brutal from the papoose and puts him on a lead and ties him to, is there something nearby, like any sort of pipe or... A brain if column. There's, yeah. there's huge brain columns. If you were to use a rope, you would be able to tie him to one, but bearing in mind that the, the columns are wide... It'll do, I've, got, I've got a hundred foot rope in my bed. You can do it. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just the look of... It'll like, look really silly. It looks like, like massive overkill. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting. I left him outside the world's largest supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> So as you just popping in to buy some B and H, don't worry. It's as, as as you overkill, yeah, and head off in search of of goodies, Zol. Yes. Moving through the paperwork, inside there are a large number of diagrams. Some of which, even at a glance, you Zolf can recognise without any expertise. There's one that's clearly the room full of brains. There's one that's clearly the generator. Eventually, there's a large number of technical drawings which neither of you can make hide nor hair of. Because, Mostly because I can't see them. Well, you're having it described by a guy who's going, so it's got a pointy bit, and then a kind of <laughs> a round... Looks like some kind of valve? Like imagine, imagine like a horse. You know when you're looking at clouds and you see a horse? Imagine that made of pipes, but also upside down. And like it's, yeah. but His descriptions are less than helpful. Also, there are a large number of notes. Handwritten. However, it becomes rapidly apparent that there's some kind of cipher which I do not believe you have the skills to decode. You find amongst it what looks to be a journal as well, but again, it's ciphered. It, it appears that whilst he had to do diagrams, he was being extremely careful, and you have a large number of probably very useful things that are ciphered, and a large number of diagrams which relate to this. You also start seeing designs that you haven't recognised, but you have enough about you to know that they're definitely related to this, but you don't know what. Yeah. So it's designs for stuff that you haven't seen, but are clearly related. So yeah, I'm gonna start slamming through it quicker now. Anything that's ciphered, I'm just gonna say ciphered and put it to the side. Mm -hmm. Diagrams, again, if I recognize it or think it's connected to the machine, I'll go for the machine. Basically looking for something that's with a similar acronym to any. Okay, cut to Sasha and Bertie. Are you heading the same way for even any period of it, or are you just splitting up the second that you're outside of the room? We know where the valuable you, stuff yeah, you know is. Where yeah. it is. So and Bertie has the light. We both, the yeah, I, so I yeah. really have to follow him. Okay, well, say that you head towards the room where you first met Mr. Ceiling. Yep. <laughs> and to fetch the arm. Yep. Then, proceeding to walk with Bertie upwards, both of you give me perception rolls. Critical fail. Again, this is the third critical fail. I've rolled on a perception on the last the dice. Bad dice. Bad, bad dice. Good dice. Good. 19. Sasha. While he's clumping along, talking about God knows what. Actually, what are you talking about, Bertie? You, inane conversation for Bertie. So whether there's someone on the other end of it doesn't really matter. Is that about clop, clop, clop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stealthy horse. Sasha. Sasha will remain behind him for most of the time and move quietly. So he's not necessarily that sure. As you are moving your way upwards mm -hmm. into the like human inhabited levels mm -hmm. you hear screams not the screams of a lot of people in pain mm -hmm. but you hear whimpers screams very upset people and lots of them uh right there's there's a lot of people can you hear that buddy the screaming it's what people do when they're in pain you <laughs> notice them if you care about people i rolled one right yeah. no. clip clop clip clop his clip, foot clop, clip, clop. suddenly goes 
Looking oh down, no, the horse, he's thrown a shoe. Looking down, you've put your foot through the head of one of the uh, corpse automatons that were wandering around the lower levels. You are now maybe one level below the inhabited ones and not looking where you're going. You just trot into one. It is flat on the ground, apparently motionless. Ah, oh, whoops. <laughs> I... <coughs> Battle stain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it extracts it like in a, a wrenching motion yep. with a glooping sound. It's uh, unpleasant for everyone involved. Yeah. But we're getting we're getting close to people, right? Um I don't think that we should see the people. Um I think that they're gonna be they've had these memories, they're gonna be they're remembering some awful stuff. I don't think we wanna pop out. They'll remember us and the fact that we moved through. They might think we're involved in some kind of weird way. Which mm-hmm. we were. So I guess they kind of have a point. Um, but we could always tell them that we were also being controlled, um, I guess. I don't think we should go up there. Very well. Well, uh, then how might we obtain the legs, or how might we uh, leave this complex? You are aware that you are able to get to where you are going uh-huh. without running into people, like, okay. into the uh, empty areas, but it will just take you longer, that's all. Okay. Go Very on. well, a circuitous route, I Sure. We Cut back to Zolf and Hamid. Uh, yeah, we found anything that's not just about this. You recognise amongst all of them certain designs which are definitely reminiscent of the simulacrum, but bits of it. Not like, here is a Vitruvian man and he is made of metal. It's More some of the same principles have gone into Principles, both mechanics and so on. Components. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's it kind of feels like we're on the edge of an unstoppable revolution in technology. That's uh, <laughs> like lots of people are separately discovering the same sorts of things. We call it the London Luddites. Go around smashing. Well, we know this. We it's know a Francois. Name the Rangers were still working on the name. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the tabloids decide. <laughs> Maya, we know Francois Henri contributed to the yeah, design of the French crew, right? so, so we can see some of the. But we've got nothing. Some of his actually relevant, so we might as well. I'd like to know what's in them, but I agree. We've got to make sure this doesn't ever we're not gonna get crack, recreated. We're not going to crack this cipher without help, and that that's a big risk. And I think we need to burn this before Sasha and Bertie get back. Okay. Cut to Sasha Bertie. You have managed to get hold of the legs in Zolf's room. I'll, I'll keep the arm. You you have the legs. Bertie thinks to himself. What if Mister Smith changes his mind and decides he suddenly wants the legs? <laughs> No, no, Miss Rackett, I think you should have the legs. They are, after all, the more valuable item. Mm, perhaps I shall take the arm. The most suspicious thing yes. <laughs> has ever done. Uh, but then when she thinks that Zolf might want them, then that sort of seems fair. I love that you're you're both lying to one another, yeah. but from opposite ends of the mirror, so it's like, so we're agreed, yes. Yes. Good. Good. <laughs> yes, I'm glad. All right. All right, I'll take the legs. See if, very, see if Zolf wants them. That would be a very generous gesture, Miss Rackett. <laughs> yes, thank you. I will shake you by the hand. And Bertie holds out the arm to shake her hand. Sasha looks at it and turns away <laughs> and continues to walk. Is there anything else worth taking in the room? No, in fact, it's willfully austere. It's wherever Zolf chose to set up shop. So unlike Mr. Hi, Mr. Ceiling, can I have a four-poster? Yeah. It's a bit more... A bit graver, a bit more blank right. as a room. He didn't and like decorating much, did he? What, Mr. Smith? Yes, I, I, you're perhaps a mural over here, a few throw pillows, really, really tart the place up. Mm. Do you actually search? Uh, yes. Yeah. You give me perception checks. <laughs> Ooh. 14. That's good for Bertie. Only 13. You find a novel hidden beneath the mattress <laughs> called When Passions Collide. <laughs> I'm putting when passions collide <laughs> on my. Oh 
my kit list. I thought he did that so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't just under the mattress. Like he he separated slats in the bed. He went the whole hog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bertie flicks through it, realizes there are no pictures. Oh. <laughs> Cut back to Zolf and Hamid. You have made your way through the entire box. Yeah, so I think we You've separated get... it into piles of diagrams, it's readily apparent. Diagrams where you're well aware it's related to this, but don't know what it is. Ciphered hand notes, stuff that, quite frankly, is just probably not even worth it. And a journal, what you presume is a journal. It's the only bound book in there. It's handwritten, but still in the same size. Should we keep the journal, maybe? No. You think all of it? Well, if that journal turns out to be a handbook and how to create a horrible brain mm. machine, um, that would be a mistake. Yes. Um, and yeah, as I said, I want to get this done before Barry and Sash get back because this is so potentially valuable and I don't know if the temptation would be too much for a sneaker leaf of paper or something. Okay. So yeah, if let's get it back in the box and I'll um, at least give you some light. <laughs> yeah. Presumably you do so, put it all back in the box. Spark. It catches. It's a little bit soggy, maybe spark it a couple of times, but yeah, it, it starts going up. Go. Yeah. On the fritz again. When you got a light, you're like, come on. But come on. Just in your hands. Yeah. The problem yeah. with the, the, problem the is he's so close to the edge, I'm worried that not being able to light something immediately is enough to actually snap him at this point. <laughs> we will skip time ahead. Yep. Sasha and Bertie, you arrive to find... Zolf and Hamid huddled around the warm glow of a burning box in the middle of this cavernous room full of the remnants of hundreds of thousands of dead uh, people. Sasha's going to stop where the light reminds her that these brains are here. Maybe just stand and look there. So, are we all done? I believe so. Um, what is uh, all of this burning nuisance over here? It's too dangerous to let any of this knowledge get into anyone else's hands. We, we didn't want to risk anyone else building something like this ever again. And you didn't think perhaps that the reward for returning this to the authorities might be really quite substantial? I've got no interest in the authorities getting hold of this. I think the reward for having turned this thing off will be substantial enough. Mm. Plus the information that we have about the others that it's building beneath Cairo and potentially London and other cities around the world. Mm. Well, I hope you're correct. Why don't you let the fact that we've released hundreds of thousands of people and saved a lot of the world from being brainwashed and maybe that should be your motivation instead of cold hard cash, Mr. Big Hero. Mm. Or do we want to make that your third strike? Because the poo dimension is waiting. Flaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on fire as well. <laughs> Sufficiently chastened? Let's get out. I suggest we leave the way that Bertie got in, not having to go through the ordinators, because I'm sure there's a lot of activity around there. I feel like we should face the music, as it were. I think we might be able to help them. They might have questions for us. Then possibly we uh, go out and tell the authorities, actually, that there might be a lot of distressed people and then deal with them like that instead of just okay. walking through them all and having to deal with that, because I... Right so the plan is to leave via the catacomb route that Bertie took? Yes. Mm. Okay. Not one with the hideous monster. That's fine. <laughs> Bertie, give me a survival check to remember the route. <laughs> well, well. And then they died. <laughs> uh, 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 two. Okay. So. Oh, gosh, we get very lost. Yeah. Before you head off, Rutor is still currently straining at a leash. Well, a rope wrapped around a brain column. What a weird sentence. As he's <laughs> trying to get Bertie since he reappeared. Mm. But you know the way out. You head off 
leave us a trail or something. I'll very well, it. very well. I shall, I shall leave an appropriate trail. Presumably, there's something in adventurer's kit that allows you chalk, to you chalk. Yeah, chalk. Yeah. There we go. Chalk. I will mark, mark with chalk. So, uh, Betty proceeds um, off in the direction of okay. what is. So yeah, as you're untying Brutor, he ignores you, but he's just straining the whole way. I am quite tempted to release him and just let Brody deal with him. Well, it's no, not fair we... on him. Yeah. Of all the people, that's true. I mean, he's been messed over as much as any of us. Now, if you were to armor Brutor and send him after him, <laughs> that would be fair. Just, just give him a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I, if so, right now we're pushing Zolf in the wheelchair. Yeah. Hamid, do you think that you can take Brutor? Because it's going to be hard carrying Zolf and. I'll, I, I'll I'll keep him on the leash. It should be all right. It's like watching a small child take a St. Bernard that wants to play on a walk, except the St. Bernard's not happy. Yeah. It's, you, can, you, you can hold be. on, but... Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah, no, he, he's dragging me around. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's a pug while, We will skip time ahead. Yeah. At the point where we are about to leave. Sorry, Zolf, can I just have a minute? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. put him down, go back in, and say goodbye to a random brain column. And, and thanks, mate. You, you saved the world. Yeah, well done. And uh, sorry how it ended. Uh, you know, you you did good. You did good, lad. Really, uh, all I got. Turns around, heads back out. Doesn't let. Doesn't let. Zolf see her face. Um, cool. I'll. I'm. I'm gonna go up to Sasha and just whisper very gently. Um, just before I left the, the simulation, he left a message for me. He asked me to look after you. He was still wanted you to know that. Yep. Well, you know, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? You think that you're alone for all those years, and it turns out that you had the best friend there was in the world. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a shame. It's, uh, it's a shame, but I guess most people don't even get that. So uh, I'm lucky, really, as it all turns out. Grabs off and yep. it keeps yep. walking. So, I will accelerate time a bit. Bertie, you've strode off bravely into the catacombs, marking arrows. Left, yep. Right, yep. Keep going, keep going. The rest of you are following the arrows. In fairness, he seems to be picking a pretty solid route. It's generally moving upwards. The route seems to be coherent. It's not random. He's not leading you to, like, hard climbs or anything like that. It seems like a really good choice. I've had three rights for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cut to Bertie. Mm-hmm. It's gone swimmingly well. And then you hit a dead end. Flat dead end, unworked stone. Ah. Now, hang on. Uh, uh, Bertie feels around the wall as if there's going to be some sort of like magical passage. Now, I'm pretty sure there was a book around here, How to Open Secret Passages or something. It's extremely um, stone. Uh, Bertie uh, feels away around the wall and back up the corridor he's just come up. Okay, you start doubling back on yourself. You are in the depths of the Parisian catacombs with no idea, but you can at least trace your way back to the ordinators if you needed to, because your chalk arrows are... Yeah, just follow the chalk arrows back in the opposite direction. When do we meet him coming the other way? So you're walking along, Brutal stops, starts to growl, then immediately darts forward ahead of you, yanking on the lead. Give me a reflex save. 15. Okay, fine. He... You know, pulls himself up shirt and he's just growling and dragging um, you forwards uh, again. Uh, guys, guys, uh, uh, really can't help. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you hear the unmistakable sound of a morose clip pop. Bertie, stay back. Clippity. What? Dog's not happy. Uh, what's going on? 
Now, I was fairly sure that this was the route. I had it in my mind really very clearly. But it appears that perhaps in the collapse of Mr. Sealing, that perhaps the catacombs have changed in some way. But in this reality, there wasn't a collapse. Ah, uh, maybe some sort of big... May, uh, tectonic plates rubbing against each other. <laughs> maybe... Well, Tell you what, let's give you a minute. Why don't you go to your mind shed and see if you can find the route? Uh, very well. Uh, you need to take off face pot. value. As uh, an extra pliers. I have no response to this. I think, given the way that it went last time, we tried to go through the uh, tunnels, and the Mr. Ceiling said that he'd put the thing that hunted us in a safe place as well. Maybe we should go through the one route we do know, which is up into the Ordinators. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. We'll, we'll have yeah. to face that, but we're not getting lost down here again. Don't know if I really trust whatever route Bertie uh, comes yep. up with. Let's just let's just go back. Let's so okay. I think we should turn around, leaving him in his mind shed. You start moving back the way you came. It is much slower going because the whole time Brutor is dragging in the exact opposite direction to get at Bertie. So it's slow going. We will skip ahead and say a good, like, six hours since you first set out. Yeah. You are back where you started. Oh, quite tired, Zolf. Uh, sorry. That's, no, that's Might fine. need a break. Quite hungry as well. It's, it's been a day or so. Yeah, we, we. I think it's not too far out. Um, and if we get out, we can actually find beds and food and not be in this ghoulish place. I, I, so, I kind of doubt that I've still got a booking at the most expensive hotel of the, of the I, world. I didn't mean the best beds, but, but beds. Just, yeah, some beds. Uh, a hotel of some kind. I just don't want to be surrounded by brains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I see brain people. <laughs> so you are currently at the section where the work stone becomes unworked stone. So you make slow going, but Brutal, after this long, is finally succumbing to just looking behind him the whole time and making a point of having an issue, but he, he can't sustain it that long. You head up into the inhabited areas. Mm-hmm. You find many signs of a very rapidly deserted building. Spilt food, spilt drinks, papers left in the middle of the floor, um, maybe a single bloodied handprint on a wall. Also, there are still a couple of these... um, Corpse golems. Corpse golems. Yeah, good way of putting them. A mechanical corpse golem just in the corridors because they were walking around with memories edited on the fly one of them has like a letter opener embedded in its head and someone else appears to have had a good old whack at one but the place is empty and eerily quiet so in the abandoned halls of Mm Ordinateur, i think we will leave you there and return again next episode (laughs) (laughs) it's melancholy melancholy solemn yeah, I'm... quite different from the first time that we saved the world <laughs> in this specific yes. way. Yeah. Well, I just figured that there's all of these horrible emotions that no one really focuses on for extended podcasts. <laughs> and it's not... that, that's what people really want to listen to. People for an hour, want isn't it? people so... want sadness, melancholy, I, and unhappiness. I, I, I... In conclusion, yeah. hope you had fun, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, 
visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're gonna have a baby steam element. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Kill me! Okay. Okay. Like, <laughs> plus, plus the earth and air ones. And you get Captain Planet. Yeah, and heart. Heart's what's missing. If we'd left Brutal down there. Maybe if you hadn't got so many natural ones in your perceptions, you'd have noticed the heart element. Yeah. You didn't, did you? Yeah, the heart stone. It took Wait, ages to start up a heart, heart elemental. elemental. The heart elemental was totally eclipsed by the other three. Oh. Oh. Competition. Thank you. Well, yeah, good for you. Good job it was earth, wind, fire and water and not the four humours. I wouldn't fancy wading through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bile's and the blood, no. And the phlegm. Oh, oh, oh I might actually be sick. <laughs> oh. Thanks for that. Oh, it's, it's wonderful the, the way the art has the power to move people. I think that's... Uh, oh, it seems like maybe you should collaborate with Johnny on something with his memes. No, 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 that can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so exposition first things first. Box, exposition box, it's a lot of stuff, tells us all the things. Exposition <laughs> box. No one's going to join in? Exposition box, exposition box, it's, exposition box. it's got a lot of stuff, tells, tells us you all, all the things. things. Exposition box, exposition box, exposition box. <laughs> that, that was fun, but I'd actually like to hear all the things. I just want a song. The image of an astonishingly beautiful young paladin flicks across your memory <laughs> as he is equal parts handsome and god-awful irritating Alex and keeps interfering with your thoughts. What are you doing in this shed? <laughs> <laughs> Alex with the shameless self-insight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Mary yeah, suing. In, in the doing. shed, in, in Bertie's mind shed, there's like a, a, a like a workbench thing and it's got a drawer in it and the drawer and there's a magazine and the front page of the magazine has got Edward topless on the front page. That's Headlines on the magazine misspelled. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just Sir Magazine, nobles in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the hum of air conditioning or anything. Think air conditioning? Well, air elementals? There's not even. It's just they, they offer the air elemental a reward <laughs> and a, a penalty. Oh. For oh. It's Pavlovian air Exactly. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series 
is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.